When we very clearly do not. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to KWTO. One hour down, one hour to go. You know, last year there was a big conversation about Pride Fest on the city square. Our own contributor, Brother Noah, who has been off the air for a while, got very involved and, and got some information. There was an initial sunshine request. People resigned or got resigned. Well, Brother Noah uh, is joining us back on the show today with a brand new tweet thread about what he's learning about the city of Springfield. Brother Noah, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you for having me back. All right, Brother Noah. First things first, let's talk uh, question of the day. Question of the day today. Give us your favorite farm story. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I have a farm story, but my fav- like my favorite farm memory, I guess, would be growing up. Uh, we we burnt uh, wood pellets to, to heat our house, and we would have a stack of pellets probably 30 or 40 feet long, 20 feet high, and we'd build forts in them and play in them. Uh, that, that's probably my favorite memory of growing up on what I would call a farm. All right. Give us a little backstory. Last year, Pride Fest, you did an initial sunshine request. Remind the listeners of what happened then so we can catch them up on, on the backstory before the, the today's episode. Absolutely. So last year, June, uh, Pride Fest was uh, hosted on the square in Springfield. Um, sponsorships included the Springfield Green County Health Department and the city of Springfield's HR de- department, uh, human resources. So last year, I did a sunshine request after the event, uh, specifically of the health department. Uh, wanting to know what their involvement was, why they decided to spend taxpayer money, et cetera. Uh, the result of that thread ended up having uh, the the member of the health department who was most heavily involved uh, resign uh, from his position. Um, gave a lot of backstory into what went on behind the scenes. Fast forward uh, to, uh, let's see, September of last year, I decided I wanted to pursue a similar sunshine request, but with the city of Springfield. Um, I did reach out to the city first and foremost, asking them if they would just release emails to the public, which they, they did not. So I went ahead and did a sunshine request middle of September. Uh, after almost five months, that request was fulfilled. And that's where we're at today with this new thread of information from the city of Springfield having to do with Pride Fest. All right. Walk us through what, how long was it? And you know, I, how do, how do you request? How do you do a sunshine request? That's one of the conversations we've had before. Is it, it, you're just uh, uh, an ordinary citizen. You're not an elected official. Nothing like that. How does somebody do a sunshine request? And what did you find? Yeah. So when you hop on, you can hop online to the city of Springfield's website, uh, follow a few links, get to a place where you file a sunshine request, and you have to be very specific about what you want included in that sunshine request, what departments you want included, etc. So my initial sunshine request was just from the health department. This one was pretty much everything else included in uh, the city of Springfield, including the fire department, et cetera, which th- there wasn't stuff from the fire department, but it included it pretty much any organization that was involved with the city of Springfield. 
um, again, you request this information. There's some email back and forth. Then you have to put a deposit down uh, for half of the total amount that is going to be spent on something like this. And then once it's uh, finished, you go in, you give the rest of the money, and then they release the information to you. All right. What you you dropped your tweet thread just a short time ago. What'd you learn in there? Yeah, the biggest thing that we learned last year from the health department, and and was again very obvious from from the information that we got this year, was that although the city of Springfield's public wording was that this was um, you know an entry level boost that they got from the health department and for HR, and this was simply for uh, recruiting purposes. When you go through the emails, you see that that wasn't the case. Um, and, and one that really stood out to me, that there's a gal that works for HR who had, she was in charge of signing up the HR department for this. And once she got HR signed up for this, uh, she had reached out to other departments and said, hey, would you guys want to come to this, the event, Pride Fest? The one that really jumped out, a member of the park board had responded and said that recreation was, quote, sitting pretty good with staff. To which Teresa, uh, who was in charge of this, replies, quote, it is more of a community outreach event. So, again, this is where we broke into it last year and said, hey, listen, is, is this something that you're actually just trying to, to hire people or what is this? Obviously, her statement, it's just a community outreach event. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of other emails. Uh, Carissa had also, when she originally reached out to people, she had said this was uh, the city will be there to, quote, show our support for this community. Uh, again, not talking about uh, just trying to hire people, but there's an underlying reason for this. Um, and if you go back to April, uh, Taj Suleiman, who's the director of DEI, he had encouraged involvement in Pride Fest. This was before there was any backlash from the public. So, uh, again, there wasn't any, any – uh, nobody was questioning this at the time. Uh, but he stated in an email to HR that he believed the city, quote, had supported the Pride Fest event before. Now, again, the wording to me is very important because what the city told us publicly was that this was simply to hire people. That was entry level boost. Well, when you get behind the scenes and you see the emails, which are all posted in here for you to, to draw your own conclusions from, we see that that wasn't the case, that they were signing up for not in entry level, but the next level up. And not only that, they weren't there just to hire people. They were there to support the event. They were there for community outreach. Uh, they had, quote, supported the event before and show our support for this community. So it does matter because when you come out later and tell the public, uh, you know, if anybody attended the uh, city council meeting last May, there that there was a memorandum that had been passed around that was basically read at that meeting saying, hey, this is this is not for anything more. We're not trying to show our support. We're not. In fact, that's in there that they're not supporting this community. But behind closed doors, they were very obviously supporting this. So that that to me is the most important parts of this thread that that really stood out to me. Uh, I think that one of the things I I was curious about and and really uh, especially in reading the report was their the way they treated elected officials who either weighed in asked for information anything like that. Yeah, so the very last uh, tweet in the thread uh, shows emails um, that are related to uh, Shane Shoulder. Sh sorry, Shane Shoulder. He's the Green County Clerk. He had. Uh, 
pretty publicly uh, in the news had written about, hey, I have concerns about how our, our, our money is being spent. There was an internal email again uh, from Cora Scott to Jason, Cora Scott to Jason Gage, the city manager, where she says uh, that Shane Scholler has posted a partisan political post with his opinions following the same narrative that we have seen from other partisan politics criticizing the city. Um, and then Jason responds, and this, this is interesting, he goes, this looks good. I do think we need to be clear that participation means obtaining a booth so we can accomplish our purpose. And obtaining that booth is considered by the event sponsor to be a form of sponsorship. And again, this is where what's being said publicly and what is being said privately are very different. Uh, I don't see how Shane having concerns about how taxpayer money is being spent as something that is partisan politics, like they like to say. Another uh, a vocal, uh, I'll call critic of this event, was Jamie Gregg, who is a state representative. Jamie had emailed Ken McClure about this situation, wanted to speak with him personally. Um, the city clerk basically had forwarded Jamie Gregg's email on to Ken McClure, Jason Gage, and Cora Scott, to which Jason responds and says, unless I'm mistaken, it looks like Rep. Gregg's northern district boundary is the Christian County line. He doesn't appear to represent anyone in our county or city. And again, it seems to be very much um, poo-pooing the opinions of elected officials who, again, quite frankly, their, their constituents spend time and spend money. It's not like people in Christian County never travel to Springfield or Greene County. So to, to take the opinions of elected officials and, and make them seem small or partisan uh, is quite unfair if, at, at the very least. So how much money was the first sunshine request and how much was this one? Uh, let me let me dig back into my so I can tell you for sure. Because we shouldn't one, have to spend hundreds of dollars to get the truth. Well, the redacted yeah. truth out of our, you know, taxpayer funded offices here. So this this one was a little over three hundred dollars. Uh, the original one, uh, I can pull up my details here it looks I think it was like, like close it was to a, 500 right yeah that's what i was just about to say is around 500 uh yeah uh 512 for the first one so a little over oh, 820 850 dollars total is what's been spent on this yeah i mean it shouldn't cost nearly a thousand dollars to get the truth and again, this is part of the reason I reached out first in an email to Ken McClure, Jason Gage. I put them all in the email and said, hey, just make these public. I, I don't think that's an unreasonable request that, that emails can be made public so people know what's going on. There was enough that occurred. There was enough outcry over this that if you have nothing to hide, I don't think it's an unreasonable request to make some stuff public. But it does feel like they were hoping that that uh, this would just go away and that the, the information in, in, you know, consumed here uh, was more important than what they wanted to lead on. What's next in this? I mean, what, what about from your perspective, is there a next step? So for, for Pride Fest from 2023, I'm not sure that I have another step at this point. I believe we've gotten all the information that we wanted, which was, that the city of Springfield and the health department um, lied to us and told us that this was for something that it wasn't. 
So I'm curious to see what Pride Fest 2024 includes. And that, that I guess that's where my, um, we don't know where this event's going to be held. Last year, the city hosted it on the square. We don't know where this event's going to be held. We don't know who sponsors are going to be. So I don't know if the city will sponsor again and show their support through HR and the health department. So until we, some of that information comes uh, available, I'm kind of in a holding pattern, I guess is the best way to see. I, I would love for the city council, for the mayor to, to take some, some action here. Um, it, it feels like the city manager, Jason Gage has been the one that, had the most information about this and spread the most disinformation about this. I think it should be known that that was the case. I think it should be addressed. Uh, I, I, I don't expect that to happen, but that would be what I would hope would come from this. Uh, the, the other thing is, and tell people where they could find this information on social media. Absolutely. So you can find me on X or formerly known as Twitter. Uh, at Brother Noah, B-R-O-T-H-A-N-O-A-H. At Brother Noah is the best way to find me. Of course, you can DM me. Just like the first Sunshine Request, there was approximately 600 emails included in this that I sifted through and took the ones that seemed to be most prevalent. Uh, but there was a lot of information that, I, that isn't posted here uh, that was pretty fascinating as well. Um, all right. And then if anybody has messages they sent the city emails communication that you think are relevant or interesting or maybe something that um hasn't been turned over because again in the sunshine request a lot of this goes on faith you have faith that the city is turning over everything they have related but there's always the opportunity or possibility that the lawyers for the city have said hey let's not turn over this email we believe for x amount of reasons we don't have to tell somebody that we have this email or they turn over email with particular redactions. And if you've got something that you want to share, they can send it to you, correct? Correct. And, and there were some emails that were included in this that uh, the portions that weren't blanked out referenced drag queens, but then there was a lot of it that was just blacked out through legal. So I, I have no idea what those emails have to do with, and I'd be very curious to know. So yeah, if you, if you uh, have any involvement in the city, uh, and 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 would have some of this background information. Definitely re- reach out with that as well. Very good, brother Noah. Again, uh, you can find him on social media. Thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Man, absolutely. Thanks for having me back. Uh, all right, we're going to be right back. We're going to have Joel Cannon give us an update. We're going to shift our attention from Springfield to Washington D.C. Obviously, as you've heard by now, Mitch McConnell. Stepping down as the Senate GOP leader, but we're going to talk to Joel about another former leader of a party in Washington, D.C. and what they're doing with their earmarked money.